So on this episode, I have two tweets to talk about. Not one like last time, I guess, you know, I'm still trying out a bunch of shit. But before I get into that, I have a complaint. For people that talk about equality, for people that talk about appreciation and appreciating other people, why the fuck didn't people actually recognize Steak and Blowjob Day this past Monday? Huh? 14th of March. Exactly a month after Valentine's, we had Steak and Blowjob Day, which is mostly dedicated to the guys, and y'all did not have the nerve to remember. Y'all don't even have the nerve to acknowledge it. And yet, it is quite possibly the most equal opportunity holiday that we have in our calendar. I kid you the hell not. March the 14th is the most equal opportunity holiday that exists in our calendar today. And considering that most of y'all don't know that it's actually a holiday or you'd have to go and search to find out what kind of a holiday it is, I am going to tell it to you guys because even though they try to hide it from the regular calendar, March the 14th is actually a holiday. And it is referred to as Steak and Blowjob Day. I kid you the fuck not, you can even go and Google it and you will see that it is actually a holiday. The only thing is people don't like putting it on the calendar. And I'm sure there's some of you that are wondering why the hell would we have a Steak and Blowjob Day? Now, Steak and Blowjob Day exists because Valentine's Day exists. Now, Valentine's Day, which happens a month before, is mostly about people appreciating the love of their lives or people that they care about or people they're in relationships with. And a lot of times, it's usually about the babes. Now, Steak and Blowjob Day is supposed to be about the guys. And it's a very simple holiday whereby you appreciate your man by giving him a steak and a blowjob in no particular order and without any number of limit of times that you should do it. And, you know, you get to celebrate your man. And when you think about it, it is it is a very equal opportunity holiday and seems just about as selfless as a holiday like Ramadan in some sense. Because when you kind of think about it, Ramadan is a very selfless holiday. Like or, or, or at least, you know, Eid, it'll feature. It's, it's, it's a very selfless point in time where it's like people will be giving to the less fortunate. People will be calling their neighbors and telling them, you know what, come through, let's break the fast together. You know, it's not like Christianity, which is almost like Valentine's, where it's a little bit selfish. You know, people are going to go and eat in their own, you know, family setups. You know, they're, they're just going to go and bundle themselves. You know, if they're going on a trip, it's not like they're inviting the poor with them. They're just going on a trip as their family and they'll go and they'll have fun on their own and then they'll come back when they're broke to start complaining. Like, just think about steak and blowjob day for a little bit and think about how equal opportunity it is because you get the meat as a man. And she gets the meat as a babe. And you're wondering, how is how is that comparable? Like, I have meat in my mouth, and then she'll have my meat in her mouth. Like, if anything, this is the most equal opportunity situation that we have ever had. Like, it is the most equal opportunity holiday that we have on the calendar as of right now. Like, there is no equal opportunity holiday that exists. And considering that feminists, social justice warriors, and woktivists never spoke about it, it just goes to tell you that feminism and the idea that feminists bring forth of equality and an equal opportunity society is just a pack of bullshit. Like, they couldn't even recognize the holiday that actually has a 50-50 split of meat that's given. But anyways, let me not make too much noise about it. The holidays already passed. We still have next year and we do have a show to get on the road. So we might as well start in our very typical fashion where I start by saying, Welcome to Breaktime on Westside, your number one Breaktime podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is wondering where his steak and his blowjob are. Because some of y'all should have definitely given it by now. 
or maybe one of you. I don't care. He's a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. This show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, the drill is pretty simple. If this is your first time listening, then it's okay. If it is not your first time listening to Tweet Street, then you can definitely sing along with me because this almost sounds like a song. And I don't mind repeating it every single time I'm starting Tweet Street because it's pretty simple. And it's about how you can contribute to actually making this show what it is in future episodes. And the drill is pretty simple and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle. And I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly on Facebook and on IG. If it happens to be a screenshot, if it happens to be a screen grab, then you send it to at BreakTimeOnWestSide on Facebook or at BreakTimeOnWestSide on IG. Send it to the DMs there and I will take it and I will handle it accordingly. And now that that's said and done, I might as well move things on. But before I move into anything, before I even get into the rat, like, are we not going to smile and talk about the fact that there is a new cover art for the podcast? There is a new logo for the podcast. Because I figured it's about time we, you know, change things up, you know, make things look a little bit better. You know, try and stick to a couple of color themes and shit. Because considering the fact that the previous logo's been there for like, what, the better part of two years? Like, I figured it might as well be a good time to change. You know, we're on the 10th season of Battle of the Sexes. We're on the 8th season of Tweet Street. Tweet Street found that logo. Battle of the Sexes existed before it when it was just a teacup on like a brown background and shit. Like, if anything, I felt like it was about time we got a bit of a change. And, you know, we we, we gave it a little bit of an upgrade. So I've left a couple of small details here and there, you know, maybe a little bit of like the whole topic base and shit, you know, just so that I can... I can make sure people know and understand what the podcast is even before they hit play and shit. But that said, I might make a couple of changes, maybe on the instrumental, maybe, you know, add a couple more tweaks on the logo. But, you know, at least I'll be trying to make a couple of small updates here and there just so that shit doesn't feel as monotonous as it's been for a bit of a while. But that said, we should definitely move it on because time is ticking by. And like I said on Battle of the Sexes, I was going to bring the Kim K story here. So last week, during a photo shoot at Variety magazine, when when the Kardashians, you know, Kris Jenner and the other three Kardashian daughters were busy having a photo shoot to promote their new Hulu series that they're supposed to be doing. It's like a new reality show and shit. Kim K, well, actually, all the Kardashians were being asked what the best advice for, for people in business is. So Kim K decides to butt in. And she decided to say something that sparked quite a lot of heat in the online community. Now, I'm going to play it for you guys so that you can you can kind of understand where people are getting pissed off from in as much as some of you might have actually heard it. So I'll just play it for those of you all that haven't heard. Then we can move on from there. So here it is. I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have to, so true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they do because you have one life. No toxic work environments and show up and do the work. All right. So Kim K says this and the internet went mad. People were discussing it. People were talking down to her. People were saying that, you know, how can a privileged woman say this? And a couple of the the female black community in the States were losing their heads on this. 
and you know they were busy talking about how apparently the Kardashians have appropriated black culture because they're supposedly mixed race and they've used it to further their agenda you know fucked black celebrities and shit and you know people were generally pissed off that she'd said that you know a child of privilege is actually talking about this shit right now and it was supposedly very very annoying but i'm gonna be very honest and say that contrary to what people actually felt with what she said i honestly don't have that much of a problem like I know it sounds very off and I know it sounds shit, but I honestly do not think that the problem is what she said. I think the problem is the fact that she said it. And I feel like that's the biggest issue with everyone right now because people are busy losing their shit because they're like, oh, but it's Kim K and oh, she only got famous because blah, 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 sex tape this, keeping up with the Kardashians that, Kris Jenner this. and. I can get it. I can understand why people would lose their heads, but think about it for a second. If you removed the fact that Kim K is the one who said this and you decided to put just about, I don't know, 40-50% of all motivational speakers that are fairly famous right now, isn't this the same exact shit that they say? Isn't this the same exact shit that they tell people? Oh, work your ass off. Wasn't Gary Vaynerchuk the same person that grew on the fact that he was super enthusiastic and he was always talking about how he worked, I don't know, 120 hours a week all through his 20s and into his 30s and shit? Like, these guys have been pushing the same exact shit to you guys and you've been so eager to buy it and eat up all of that shit. But when Kim K decides to bring it up, that's when you guys are suddenly seeing the privilege. Like, don't you think it's a little bit hypocritical? Like, when you listen to a guy like Bill Gates telling you to work hard, like, if you actually read on how Microsoft became Microsoft, if you actually do your research, it's not like Bill Gates actually did that much. And Trevor Noah actually mentioned something that was particularly interesting about this entire thing. He actually brought up the idea of luck. And I feel like that's the one thing that everyone fails to mention. No matter how hard you work, no matter how much grind you put in, no matter how talented you are, for you to actually be as successful and as influential as these celebrities, these people at the top are, you need a little bit of luck. And in the 100% that makes up luck, 95% of it might be hard work, but you need the 5% that is luck for you to actually be as successful and as huge as some of these guys are. You can look at any one of these people and you can pinpoint that there is something small that influenced the fact that they managed to have that meteoric rise. Even when you look at people that do not look as privileged as say David Goggins, who's like the one person that talks about hard work and being on your grind and always pushing that extra 40% every single time. If he didn't just so happen to be running on a marathon with a certain multimillionaire who suddenly noticed how resilient he was and decided to ask him, you know, for like tips and training and shit, he wouldn't have been where he is right now. Like people like to ignore the fact that luck is actually a huge factor and they'll continue feeding you success story bullshit about how they started their restaurant franchise with, with three tomatoes, a knife and a plate and shit. Like, trust me, luck is a very important thing. I'm not saying that you shouldn't work hard, by all means work hard and you know work as hard as you can, but do not forget that luck is a pretty huge factor in your road to success. Or you can forget that shit and continue listening to whatever it is that your motivational speaker tells you. Cause I guess whatever it is that they tell you sounds a little bit nicer to the ears. But anyways, that said, I will definitely leave it at that and I will move on to our tweets for this week. So on to our very first tweet. Y'all be loving money, not the nigga you with for who he really is. 
Rarely do I see tweets about a man's actual personality and character being the reason you love them. Loving the things a person can provide for you isn't love. Alright, so considering that this was said by a woman, I'm sure there's a bunch of guys that are thinking we need to protect this woman at all costs. Because what she has said is absolute bloody gold. And no lie, I actually do kind of agree. I, I like how she said that, you know, people like the money, not the person. And while I feel like that one's true, and if I agreed to that, you know, we'd be done with this tweet in like 15 seconds, I feel like there's a little bit more to it. Like, I can get how someone can be attracted to another person because of something that they have or the idea of what it is that this person might have or can have. But falling in love with them or starting to like them, you know, for who they are later on. Like, when you kind of think about it, it is actually something that is possible. And it's something that happens a lot. Happens a hell of a lot than we'd probably like to admit. Because when you actually kind of think about it, when you look at some of the friends that you ended up becoming friends with, it isn't because you simply like them for who they are. Like, I feel like if anyone tells you that, there's a 90% chance that that's absolute BS. Like, there's definitely people that you'd look at and you'd be like, oh, this one seems interesting. I want to be friends with them. But it still comes back down to that question. Why do you want to be friends with them? Why do you want to date them? Why do you want to marry them? Why would you want to be with them? Why would you want to sleep with them? And there's usually the idea that's behind them. That's what it is that you want. And eventually you will get to learn that maybe it's not just about what it is that I want, but the fact that this person has all of this, that I might actually want them as well. And that's actually how a lot of relationships have kind of, you know, flourished and, you know, picked up and shit. Because I can remember a couple of years back while I was at my best friend from high school's place and us guys were just chatting up. At some point, I was actually talking to his sister and his sister had started dating this guy that had literally been begging to be with her for the longest time. And at first, it seemed like she was just there for the money because this guy used to pay for everything. You know, he bought her a phone. They'd always go for events together and he'd pay for everything, even though she was with her friends. Like he'd be paying for all the drinks and shit. If the event had like entrance tickets, he'd like pay for that shit. Like this babe knew if she was ever going for anything with him there or where he's at, she'd never have to put money down on anything at all. But they had been dating for I think like a year and a half or two at the time. And when I decided to, you know, make jokes about him and everything, she was like, no, I actually really, really care about this guy right now. Like I really, really do like him. You know, I, I can honestly say that I love him and shit. And I'm like, that's bull. You like the fact that he's giving you money. And she was like, yeah, I liked that before. And by all means, that's why I decided to start dating the guy. But I actually care about him a lot more. And even though I got into the relationship with him because of the money, it's become about more than just that. I actually care about the person. And it actually did sort of make sense to me, not then, but a little bit later on. Because even when you look at guys, like, I'm, I'm sure a lot of guys would probably resonate with me on this. You'll find that sometimes maybe you're the one that's gone to hit on this babe or it's your homie. And it's this really, really fine babe. She's like a 10 to you and all of your niggas. And everyone's wanted to hit and you've gone and you've hit on her or your homie's gone. He's hit on her. And let's say, you know, you managed or your homie finally managed to smash. I think I'll just stick with your homie. 
your homie finally managed to smash this babe now wants this guy this guy now starts dating this babe and then after a bit of a while this guy now starts complaining he's like uh i don't like the way she does this uh she she complains too much or she does this or she smells or i don't like this i don't like that and if you're the close homie you'll be like yeah, yeah i get you maybe try doing this maybe talk to her about blah 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 but if you're the guy that's having the dry spell you'd look at this guy and you're like my nigga you're with like the dream babe why would you have a problem with any of this shit if it was me i probably wouldn't give too much of a damn about it but you actually realize that yes that was what attracted you to this babe but it's not what will keep you there because the beauty is one piece of the entire puzzle that makes up this babe like this entire jigsaw puzzle and the same thing should be happening with the money because the money is what will attract the babe but if money was all that was required for the both of them to actually you know be in that relationship and stay together then by all means we'd never have the analogy of the woman crying in the range rover or crying in the expensive car we'd never have that analogy of crying in an expensive car because the money would automatically make you happy and it's the same exact thing with guys and ass and thickness and fine babes like it's what attracts you but when you're in that relationship you will stay in there for a lot more than just what it is that attracted you and i feel like that's what a lot of people miss i do think that yes money is a little bit of an overhyped thing that's attracting people now and i guess that probably should be toned down but i do believe that you can be attracted to someone because of a certain quality or because of a certain idea of something that they might have but for you to stay there it has to be more than just that and you will actually end up valuing the person more than the commodity that got you there or the idea that got you there so i guess the question that babes should be asking themselves is in as much as i was attracted to him because of the money do i currently love him or choose to be with him despite his current financial status definitely a question that most babes should be asking themselves but anyways all that said let us move it on so on to our very final tweet after two months of talking i told this guy yesterday that i wasn't ready for a relationship and he responded it's been great hope you have a good one and then he blocked me no effort no pressure applied i'm devastated all right so i'm gonna ask some of the questions that some of the people who commented on this tweet were asking uh is it a bullet wound for him to apply pressure on like if he applied pressure now would didn't you call it harassment considering that you said no like isn't this whole shit that y'all have been talking about of no means no something that you actually consider or is it something that you only use after you're a victim of some form of sexual abuse or harassment like this is one of the things that i usually have a problem with because i can remember a couple of years back it was actually around i think 2017 2018 there there was this babe that i was hitting on and she had sort of mentioned somewhere that she has this guy that she's been having this long distance relationship with and you know it looked like she was giving me the vibe so of course i was just trying to hit on her i had heard it like in passing about the boyfriend so i didn't really believe it up until i really made 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 my move so when i was really close that's when she's like nope i have a boyfriend i can't cheat on the guy so after that i backed off i was like oh all right sorry i backed off i went ahead with my business but now shorty starts getting super close and 
as she's getting super close you know she's grinding all up on me as we're busy doing other activities and shit like i noticed this and in my head i'm probably like you know what she's probably just having fun she's probably just getting a laugh out of it or maybe she's just thirst trapping me because i know for a fact there's nothing more that i have to do here she probably has a guy whether or not it's actually true but eventually at some point she made her moves a little too blatant and ended up making my move and stuff ended up working out so when i asked her about it she's like you should have tried harder and i'm like what like you expected me to be persistent after you told me no and this is this is way before the podcast came in so even back then i was respecting people's boundaries so someone's telling me to persuade my way past those boundaries like fuck you mean like this is this is some of the shit that usually makes me start to question a lot of the resolve that women have like there's babes that don't actually understand that no means no and they expect us to continue pursuing i don't know maybe because the idea of them playing hard to get is something that they like doing towards other guys i don't know like maybe it's that maybe it's the fact that probably they believe or they've always believed that a man has to pursue a woman and pursue you know with a lot of vigor so that can finally get a chance and you know get the keys to the goods and shit but honestly in the wake of the current situation that's that in the wake of the fact that you know everything requires consent nowadays you know as volatile as that shit is do you honestly think that there's enough guys that are out there that are actually willing to go through this shit of you know possibly being looked at as as an abuser and shit like do you really think there's enough of us guys that are gonna do that shit like most of us right now are literally just trying to keep our asses afloat like we know how risky it is to approach a woman nowadays you know which is why we actually don't mind if a woman approaches us and at the same time we don't want to say or do anything too risky that will end up making us looked at as some version of a sex predator so we're actually running on a very very fine line you know we're dangling on a very very thin rope so if anything we have to cover our asses as much as possible so if there's a woman out there if there's someone out there who actually thinks that i will pursue hard even after they have said no to me then i'm sorry but y'all y'all are dreaming and honestly if you think i'm going to pursue that hard you can go fuck yourself like i'm a young man i'm fucking middle of my 20s and shit i have my whole life ahead of me i want to have a bright ass future i want to be successful as fuck and while i'm busy waiting on the luck and i'm putting in the grind you think i'm about to put all of that shit on the line just because i want pussy like pussy pussy fuck that shit respectfully speaking fuck that shit but anyways i want to know your thoughts on this entire thing or on the other tweet do you think i'm right do you think i'm wrong do you think that's something that i haven't addressed in all of this the dms are open on twitter it is at bagaka the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle on facebook and on instagram it is at break time on west side thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through castbox feel free to drop your thoughts in comments below and i will attend to them accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break <laughs>